Fan Podcast for October 19th, 2016. I'm your host, David Palermo. Find me on Twitter at NumBillsFan. I'm your co-host, Adam Deacon. Find me on Twitter at NumBillsAdamD. What is up? The Bills have the Miami Dolphins coming up. Next game, they're 2-4. and four. Supposedly... The Dolphins, not the Bills. The yeah, Bills really. are 4-2. Four and Four-game win streak. What up? I'm still pumped up. Hopefully they can keep the streak, let it continue. This is a very beatable team, but amongst certain things, which we'll get into, supposedly LaShawn McCoy has a his hamstring tightened up. Who knows what that means? He did not finish practice, but we'll break it all down to you in a we'll few minutes. We'll talk about what that means. Uh, is Shaq Lawson coming back? We'll let you know how practical we think that is. Can you know What will the Bills do if McCoy don't play? How's that? So we got all sorts of stuff coming up. Yeah, we're going to give some recognition to some guys who've kind of been flying under the radar but actually grading out really high at their position. There's a few of them. So don't forget, find all of our content on numbillsfan.com. Audio, articles, video, whatever you need, we got you. Come by, check us out. Once a week, Scott Campbell writes an article, and you can find him on Twitter, Scott Campbell 13 and also on Instagram, so check him out. He has an article up, like a game preview to hold you over for the weekend, and he does a a really nice job breaking everything down. Man, he needs to get in here with us and come back on the podcast. He heard about the LaShawn McCoy news and was like, yo, I'm just not, I'm just not doing it. I'm not, I can't do it. He's depressed. So, also, we are brought to you by BillsForLife.com. Yeah, we do a live show uh, with them every Wednesday night at 7. We just wrapped ours up this week. We usually go about an hour. We went about an hour and 20 this week. We had a lot of fun, a lot of comments this week. These guys are starting to get into our little live show. It's it's a good time. If you don't watch it, you should. Even if you weren't there, you can catch the replay. It's on our Facebook page. I'll, I'll post it up on the Numbills Fan website, numbillsfan.com. You already know. Um Yo, tell them about our friends at PunchDrunk.com, PunchDrunkSports.com. Can't read. So Punch Drunk Sports, it's an awesome podcast. You can find them on Twitter at PunchDrunk, and it's a podcast with three comedians, and they talk about sports. Sports comedy. Sam Tripoli, Ari Shafir, Jason Tebow, and you can find them all on Twitter. Very easy to find. Good stuff. Yeah, they just dropped a new episode. I haven't listened yet. Sorry, guys. Been busy today. I'll check you out tomorrow morning. Yep, and they have a nice website with some awesome stuff. A lot and of good content, and and you know, it's a lot of it's a lot of funny funny takes on all different on all different things. A little bit, you know, some stuff that you wouldn't even expect. So get over there, check them out. Punchdrunksports.com. I think they just have a good view. Honestly, their podcast is awesome. So, you know, yeah, it's comedians, but they actually like know what they're talking about. So whatever, check them out. PunchDrunkSports.com, and here we roll.
So what's up, dog? How are you feeling about this Miami team? Well, you know, we talked about it on our little Facebook Live show a little bit. Everyone wants to throw around that, that term trap game, and they wanted to talk about it last week with the San Francisco 49ers, which uh, they didn't trap shit. They couldn't. They couldn't. I don't know. I don't got a. I don't got a punchline for that one. But they looked like shit. Um, now it's Miami Dolphins team. When you look at some of the names on this roster, you see guys that haven't, you know, really hit what you would expect with them. You know, there's, you know, you got Jarvis Landry for instance, and. You know, he's only he's only crossed that goal line once. And for me, like that that's gotta be your go to guy and Yeah, but he's got forty one receptions. I mean that that is the go to you're you're right. Like but but like, you know their run game's been been, you know, carrying carrying the team, but they're not getting it done, you know? They really don't I mean Jay Ajay Ajayi he went off last week yeah, on the he Pittsburgh did. Steelers. He went off. It looks like the, the Miami Dolphins finally have their five offensive linemen, starting offensive linemen, as a group playing. Right. It, it's mean, like, yeah, we got the five we want. And and, and that's a big thing. We know that. I mean, they're Dolphin. 23rd in the league in points. They're, they're averaging 19 and change per game. What do you think? Like, do you, do you think that they're going to put up any points on the Bills? I mean, I mean, even if they hit that that mark, I mean, I I think we're going to put up a lot more points than that. You know, like they have a negative point differential, and we have one of the best point differentials in the league right now. I I don't know the ranking on that. I didn't look, but. I think it's the top of the league, but yeah. So it's the defense, man. Looking like, at this, I like our chances, but again, there are those names on this on this roster that I see. You know, again, you know, Aaron Foster a little hurt. He, he but but Jay Ajayi dudes, finally got his yeah. chance. That's a serious dude, right? Ajayi or or Landry, either one of those guys could pop off for a huge day. You know, any day of the week. Kenny Stills, you know, he makes some huge plays for this team. You know, I, I threw on the game pass, caught caught their last couple games on the condensed game. Now, was I watching it play after play? No, I kind of had it on in the background, but I would, you know, I would watch it, loose, you know, loosely using that term. But there's just something about that team's defense where you're like, they have all these players that you just expect to be out there, like eating the opposing team. And it's just like, what has happened to these guys? Like, how did they get so deflated? And, and the one as Bills fans that we like to pick on is Mario Williams. He had 15 snaps last game, though, you know, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And clearly he's not trying. Okay, Something's yeah, no. going on. And we, we watched 16 weeks of it last year. It's no. It's no surprise to us. 
All of us are like, oh, hey, look, he's doing the same thing. Well, don't forget, though, you have Kiko Alonso on that defense, who is number five in the league with tackles. And, oh, by the way, the Bills have two guys at the top of the league. One is Zach Brown in tackles, and then Lorenzo Alexander in sacks with eight sacks. So, you know. I don't know. I guess this would be a great time for his unreliable knee to be unreliable, but I'm not going to wish it on the guy. But, uh. I hope he doesn't cause us problems because, I mean, he really is at the at the top of the stack on that defense right now. And, you know, that's – Here's here's how I look what, at it, though. What, 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 yeah, well, what do you think, man? If you look Give at, me your if, take if you look I'm at the If you look at the numbers, I look at something where opponents in, in for the Dolphins on third down <coughs> – excuse me. Their opponents are 27 of 83. It seems like they're doing an okay job getting the guys off the field on third down. But at the same time, they can't stop the run to save their life. And it's like, actually, I think I read that totally. Yeah, that is right. They only converted 27 to 83 times. That's not bad. Yeah, no, I mean, that's decent. But I look at it like this, like, if you look at raw, if you just want to go down the general information about a team and you want to make bold, or not even bold, but general statements, you look at where this team ranks against the run, and it's not high. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sick. Um, uh, you too? Yeah, really, in the head. Oh, no, I got I got this, like, respiratory, like, I've been coughing shit up all day. Ugh. They're, so what do we do? We turn on some microphones and talk. They don't. They don't have. A, <sighs> they don't have a defensive line of, of 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 run stoppers. They have a defensive line of pass rushers. Well, the Bills just faced the Forty ers and ran all over their garbage damn damn defense. And the Dolphins were ranked last week lower than the San Francisco Forty ers so they're number thirty-one against the run. Yeah, I mean our team's not our team's not giving up anything against against teams that are way better than this Dolphins are. I mean, granted, no Brady, but we shut out the Patriots, a Patriots team that was winning and winning big, shut out the Texans. Like, I don't know, man. I think I think like I said before, you can hang your head on this defense. And even with, you know, defense run the rock. That's pretty much our theme the last few. Even with this like looming gray cloud that is the Lashawn McCoy hamstring fiasco that hit hit the news today. In case you haven't already heard, yeah, Lashawn McCoy left practice early today. The severity of the injury hasn't really been specified yet, but it's being it, it's being reported as a tightness in the hamstring. Now, you, you remember during the San Francisco game, there was a little scare there. He was on the ground for quite a while, got up, hopped over the sideline, shook it off, and got back in the game. So he's probably sore. No, no, they had nothing to do with it. Nothing? No, nothing. Completely nothing. unrelated? Yeah, that's, that's completely unrelated. Well. Rex Ryan seemed a little concerned. He had, like, this look of, like, uh-oh. But, you know, what do you think about that? Is that... He he just looked kind of down when he talked about McCoy. His head was kind of down like, yeah, I mean, he had a little tightness. He didn't finish practice. Well, I mean, it's kind of the one-two punch 
was kind of like the one-two punch in the groin for us today because Felton went out with a back injury too. I have no clue what that's about. Right, and if if he's not ready to go, <laughs> I mean, I can't even begin to stress how how well he's been playing. You know, the fullback position is always going to be kind of an unsung hero, and this dude has been blocking his ass off. Shady has been making elite-looking statistics week to week, and he's been running right behind number 42, Jerome Felton. So credit where credit is due. You know, one of those players that I mentioned at the top of the show that is grading out very high. Yeah, Jerome Felton. They're also trying Getting to throw him the ball a little bit. You know, they're trying to work him in there, fullback dive, he's in it. And it's at a point where when Jerome Felton is on the field, you know they're going to run the ball at least eight out of ten times, which is cool because, you know what, we started out talking real quick, you know, about five minutes ago that offensively with this team for the for for the Dolphins offensively, you have Jarvis Landry. He's got 41 catches this season. He, he's he got a lot of yards so far. And don't sleep on him. And then you got Devontae Parker. Don't sleep on him either. That guy, if he gets opportunity, you know, look out. This offensive line of the Miami Dolphins, I think they're, they're – they're on the rise. Don't sleep on the 2-4 and four record. At the same time, don't look at it like a great team. But they're better than the record says. I don't believe in trap games, but I do believe that, like, we cannot sleep on them. Really, one game at a time, take it like the team is right now, one game at a time. Who's in front of them? It's the Dolphins. Now, if the Bills can do what they do to Tannehill regularly, which is get them off his spot, mess them up, Hopefully he don't run on you because he will. Tannehill's a tough kid. He really is. He hangs in there. He gets rid of the football. Whether the offensive line earlier in the season falls apart in front of him or not. Now they came, they're coming off this high with the running back. Over 200-something yards for the kid. Rookie. 204, right? Yeah. So think about that. I think the Bills can stop him. The Bills have played some good running backs this year. Again, good defense on the Bills. Good run game with the Bills. Well, if McCoy's out, what do you do with the run game? Right. Can I mean, they win without LaShawn McCoy? That's that's really what I want to know. You got big names on defense for you know, you got Cameron Wake. That dude's no joke, man. Mario Williams, what if this is the one game Mario Williams does what we know he can do, which is not play patty cakes and actually try? Well, yeah, I mean, you know that there's not really any love between him and Rex. There was there was things said, you know, by both parties. I mean, the, the whole Bills fan base is kind of, you know, poo-pooed Mario Williams for last season. You got it because uh, played like shit. But the Dolphins, so, the yeah, Dolphins but, have but with, twelve sacks though. With like, that, really? I'm saying with that hanging, with that hanging tension of like things that may or may not have been said. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Mario Williams tries to like ball out to stick it to Rex. 
I wouldn't be surprised at all. I mean, uh, shit, I'd probably, I'd probably do the same thing if I was him. Well, because you know how I am. How are you? Unemployed because I don't take shit from nobody. Yeah, it's pretty uh, it's probably the smartest thing you do. Yeah, no, not really. Good, Look, good thing we're uh, pulling in big bucks with this podcast. Oh, wait, we're not. No, seriously. If you're out there listening, buy us some food. We're hungry. Yeah, I could use, um, if you want to send over some hot dogs, you know, just try to make sure they don't have so much shit in them. Like, don't don't get the cheapest ones. Yeah, we don't need the ingredient pack. We don't need the nitrates. Look, if LaShawn McCoy is out, you're going to see Mike Gillisley. I I don't think this team, this team will not stop running the ball, even with McCoy out. Believe that. Because this offensive line, I'm talking to my buddy Tom on the phone yesterday, and he's like, I'm like, how'd the game look from, from, from the TV view? And he goes, because I was at the game, and he goes, man, that offensive line was making holes that we could run through. If they're doing that, you got Jerome Felton doing what I thought he would do when you watch him with Minnesota. There, he was though. laying the hammer. If he's playing. That's, that's, the, yeah, he would, that's the ugly extra variable here is, like, if we have to rely on Mike Gillisley, relying on him with Felton and relying with him on him without Felton are two very different scenarios, at least in my mind. I don't know. I don't know the play breakdown with him and Felton in there. But I do. I look at Felton like a bonus. Your offensive line is doing a great job right now, run blocking. Okay, so it seems like this team has an attitude where they want to run the ball. And Richie Incognito said it too. He said it after this last game with John Murphy. He goes, "Look, we want to tire these teams out, and we want to run up the score. Like we did not want to skip a beat at all. Like, okay, I'm into that. Run up that score. Keep shoving it down their throat." Do whatever you got to do, like, for real. And, and if that means you're running the ball, well, if you're running the ball against one of the worst run defenses, I think this might be the game that if you want to make the argument to wrestle Sean McCoy for a game, this might be the one. I don't want to see that. This offense runs through LaShawn McCoy. No pun. It, it really is the truth, though. It. What do you, what, what can you do? Otherwise, do you just all of a sudden abandon the run game? Well, lucky for you, the Miami Dolphins absolutely suck at stopping the run. So you don't advance, you don't abandon the run game whatsoever. If anything, you see what Mike Gillisley can do. Can you work in some play action if they're successful? That's really where I'm going with it. What do you think? Do you think that the Bills will be able to run the ball without McCoy? Yeah, and uh, I think Mike Gillisley is is capable. And then there's this other guy named Tyrod Taylor who is known to frequently have big days with his legs. And I think if if Shady's out, I think he's going to definitely – be be the teammate that's gonna say, "Hey, I can 
I can cover a couple of these characters. And I think you'll, you will, if, you know, LaShawn McCoy is on, I think you're going to see some design quarterback runs. I think you're going to see some option plays where he will choose to keep it. And, I mean, we all know what he's capable of. We've seen him break the big play, so. Does it scare the, does it scare scare me to high hell to have our quarterback just like running out there? Yeah, yeah. I I get nervous every time any defender gets close to him. I'm just like, oh no, please don't hurt him. You know. So, but you know, I think Tyrod Taylor is that teammate who will be like, I can I can carry some of this extra weight. You know, I I feel like that dude will put as much on his shoulders as he can. I kind of look at it like this: is I agree with you 100. percent and Tyrod Taylor is the kind of guy that he would want to put it on his shoulders to do it. There's a reason he doesn't, especially last year, didn't want to go out, go down. And you got to stick to what you're strong in. Now, Jonathan Williams, you got him on the roster. He's been active lately. He had a fumble against the, the 49ers. I, I don't know what to think of that. Does that just happen or what? But, you know... I mean, obviously it was garbage it's not, time. It's not whether or not it happens because it does happen. We've seen it happen. Even some of the best guys, it happens. Is we gotta we gotta get a better feel for that guy? Is he gonna? Is he gonna be a Bryce Brown where it becomes like a, a habit, something that you like, oh, a worry that you can't shake? I hope not because I I really like the kid's potential. He's got upside. I agree. I agree. But again, we got to see like if he can habitually like keep his hands on that ball, because that that's one thing that will you know totally end end a young running back's career is if if Dropping teams the rock. if teams get get it in their head that 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 that's a weak grip, instead of trying to tackle them, they're gonna they're gonna try to scoop that ball out. If you if you get known for that, you gain a reputation for that. It's a bullseye on that ball. Well, the Bills have ten forced fumbles, and Lorenzo Alexander has a lot of them. So yeah, some and, and some like, dudes just some dudes just play that game anyways. That, that ball, <laughs> that that ball is opportunity. That ball is opportunity, and, and you can't I, you can't score points if you ain't got it. So now I had this theory. I totally just John Madden the shit out of that. It's okay. The team who scores the most points at the end of the game is the team that wins the game. Look, here's what I here here here's here's a wild theory. You ready to get wild with me on the offense if McCoy don't play? I've been saying it for a minute, and it really makes me wonder: is this the game where we see Reggie Bush feature more? Because I feel that if the Bills keep playing. With these wide receiver, with, with with Sammy Watkins out. By the way, Robert Woods was in a walking boot, and so he he kind of pretty much set himself over the edge in that game as far as injury. So, look, Reggie Bush, does he still have it? I don't know. I, I don't know, but it could be a wrinkle down the road. I feel that if the Bills are playing from behind a lot more, you would actually see more Reggie Bush because that might be the guy in the field that you're like, wait a second, what's he doing now? Because they haven't shown it on tape. 
And I think Reggie Bush could be an X factor later on. I could be nuts. They could activate Shaq Lawson definitely and, he could be, and, and he could be cut. Some people think he would be the one to get cut. I don't know what to think. It all depends on LaShawn McCoy's injury. I also look at Reggie Bush like a guy where, you know, he isn't LaShawn McCoy, but he's pretty agile. And he can Was, be elusive. We, I, don't, I still don't really have a full feel on him, but, you know. I, I don't know anything. But I do know he hasn't had that many reps in. I don't know. I have is what it is. I could do he, have a hard gain momentum. I I do have a hard time like buying like that. He's like the the low key secret weapon, but it could happen. You never know. He he got a couple positive yards this week. He got he got across the line of scrimmage, which is better than what I noticed before. But you know they pulled him off the the kick return duties. That was what he was initially. Yeah, but when Brandon Tate becomes available and you can bring right, him in, yeah, right. I mean, it's an immediately immediate upgrade. They even ran Brandon Tate, by the way, out of the backfield, too. So, yeah. who? I mean, I, I think Reggie Bush becomes more of an X factor in the passing game when they're behind. If not, if you have a play that's designed for LaShawn McCoy-ish, do you, think, you do throw you think, him in there with some of the hold same let me, things. Uh, let me ask you this. Do you think we could see Brandon Tate maybe step up? into this passing game this week. I wish I was educated enough to know. You know, a lot of people try to take... Somebody's got to do this. So We got to have somebody out there. You know, if I was at practice, if I was a coach, and if I knew what they thought about every player, I wish I could answer this more objectively, but I can't. I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know anything. I don't know shit. But if Brandon Tate is very good at doing X, they're going to have him do X. If that means running out of the backfield, that's going to be running out of the backfield. If that means in the slot, that's going to be in the slot. If they think he can play safety, they'll put him in safety. I'm, You know, this team seems to put guys very simply. Look. Do what you do, and we're going to put you in a proper position for it. This team is getting it, okay? I don't see them using these guys trying to make them do square peg in a round hole type things. I just don't see it happening. So Right. Well, another thing that we haven't really brought up yet is, you know, Robert Woods, like you said, is in the walking boot, but uh, Charles Clay didn't practice today either. He has an ankle injury, right? Yeah, I, th- I think it's just like a little naggy. Well, he's had uh, um yeah, 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 he said he was out of practice, but every Wednesday he's out of practice. It's been a regular thing, and yeah, yeah. I don't always going to listen for competitive advantages anyways, but he did, he did a little bit more damage this time, but whatever. You know, do you think, I, I think, I think Charles Clay, if he's out there, that's all I care about, because they have been targeting Charles Clay. He had five receptions last week against the 49ers. Yeah, I mean. I'm psyched to see it. Yeah, Nick O'Leary had a couple grabs, too. Raw dog Nick O'Leary. Raw dog. Going in raw. I like his style. Yeah, man, it feels good to see him out there doing his thing, you know? Raw dog. He's just stretching out, making grabs. No gloves. I definitely wasn't screaming that everywhere on Sunday. You just raw. You know, hey, whatever. Nick O'Leary stepping up, taking advantage of opportunity, but 
I think you got to keep building. If you don't have McCoy, you got to keep building. How, how do you do it? I don't know. I look at it like this. What has Reggie Bush done well in the past? What is What does Mike Gillisley do well? What plays do, do these guys do well? If you have some packages designed for Reggie Bush or to at least cater to his strengths, that's pretty cool because if McCoy's out, you can deal with it. Because I would like to have McCoy fresh for the Pats. And somebody brought up to us on Facebook Live an interesting theory. Do you rest LaShawn McCoy for the Patriots game? I think that should be up to the training staff and LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. You know he ain't going to want to sit out, though. No, I know. I At know. the same time, I want to see him, you know, selfishly, I want to see LaShawn McCoy play the entire time. But at the same time, I, this team needs to keep making a run. And if there's one team to rest them against, it's a team that's pretty shitty at stopping a run in the Miami Dolphins. Right. And, you know, I think the the real solution there wouldn't be actually rest him, but give him a lightened workload. And, I mean, he's probably not going to love that. But if it means having Gillisley in on a couple more, on a couple more plays, you know, well, throw throw Gillisley out there for a couple first downs. You know what I mean. See where it goes. If if you need Lashawn McCoy, you know he's you know he's good for a nice chunk pretty much every time. I mean, okay, every everyone gets gets caught behind the line, but I mean, yeah. But what if he's not the same person though? You know what I'm saying? Like, but it, that's it, what I'm if saying. He like, up the full potential. You got it. You no got it. If, if he if he says he can, if he says he wants to go, I would say. See how it goes. I wouldn't. I wouldn't commit to not playing him. I wouldn't commit to giving him his regular workload. I would just play it by ear. I would see how he does, how he feels, and again, you you can expect Tyrod Taylor to take part of that workload. Right. If it's not going well, you can expect Mike Gillisley to go in and maybe get you know four or five more carries in the game. Maybe Reggie Bush does something. Maybe he doesn't. I, 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 you know, I try not to be negative. But Again, I wish I was I've, at practice to see I've kind if of Reggie canceled, Bush even gets the ball at practice. Like I don't know. I've canceled like, I wish him I knew out. This. My, I've kind of mentally canceled him out. Like I said it. I think back in like week three, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm good on Reggie Bush. And one thing. One thing. I it's can just hold... kind of been a red X over him ever since, and that, that that's kind of unfair to me. It's unfair to me, but. Show me something, dog. Like, I remember when you played in them stupid teal and orange uniforms and fucking ruined the Bills' day. Where's that Reggie Bush? Where's the dude who is just carving up that second level of defenses? Like, just making these linebackers look like clowns, he, dude. Do you, still, do you still think he's got to do something, right? I mean, his first play in a Bills practice, the kid ran in for a touchdown. It's like... He's got to have something there. And I think good coaches, they all have a wrinkle. They all have something new they bring out on tape. And I don't think the Bills are trying to blow their load right, right. off the bat. And I, it just blows my mind because he – I always had this, like, you know, mental imagery of him being, like, a dynamic runner, this dude who will just break it off. Like, I remember him just doing big things back then. Back when I used to see him with the Lions and with, you know, uh, Miami. And it's just staggering to me to see how how different the results are when he goes out there behind the same offensive line that 
LaShawn McCoy and Mike Gillisley are so successful behind. I think it's I think it's reps, man. I think he just needs to get reps. I I, I could be totally wrong. I mean, some backs really do. You like, gotta have that chemistry, right? Right. Some some backs really do need that to build that rhythm. They won't hit they won't hit their stride till they've had eight or nine carries, and that's that's real. Do you think Do you think that Justin Hunter will play a bigger role in this game? He might have to. Because I think I think if the Bills can hopefully run the ball still, you have to try. If it ain't broke, you got to make them stop the run. If you can make them stop the run, you might you might be stuck throwing the ball. Duh. So you know what it, I, it's like it's like if they if you're successful with the run game, now you can open up some play action. Now you can start taking some shots. Unless I checked, Marquis Goodwin is playing. Unless I checked, he's fast. And oh, by the way, well, I was actually just about to cut in and say. Hey, Marquise Goodwin needs to show why he has a roster spot this week. He needs to use his speed, stretch this field, and open up those intermediate passes or stretch the field and make that catch in the end zone, which we've seen him do a few times. Now, the Dolphins are going to be down to safety, and Rashad Jones, he's out for the rest of the season. They also dropped a cornerback. No, that's a bit. I mean, their their secondary took a couple big hits, but and Deion Jordan ain't practicing either this week. So, I mean, look, if there's a team for Tyrod Taylor to come out and possibly throw on to, it could be this Miami Dolphins defense. I mean, I'm sorry, I am. I don't want to eat my words, but I, I ain't buying the Miami Dolphins. I know they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers, okay? But wh- what do you think? They're 31st against the run. But 13th against the pass. But now you take two of those two of those defensive backs out of the equation. I mean, maybe it's next man up for them, too, and maybe they, maybe they have some good depth. I don't know that much if, about if, their if roster. Plays, I really don't. It's open season. Yeah, I mean, this is gonna this is gonna come down to uh, who has the worst inactive list on game day, maybe. Again, though, don't sleep on Kiko Alonso. Don't sleep on Kiko, and also don't sleep on uh, on Landry, and don't sleep I on think... Parker. If they if they bottle up Landry for, I'm talking offensively for the Miami Dolphins. If they shut him down, I believe Parker can go off at any time. And, and the receivers on the Dolphins. Those two guys are very serious, especially with Landry having 41 receptions already. Like that that's pretty that's pretty ill. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, if Sammy Watkins was in right now on this team, he would not have 41 receptions. No way. What do you think about I want to ask you lastly on the Bills attacking their defense? Of Miami, I do. Do you think that the Bills could? This is the shot in the dark. This is so stupid. If you don't have McCoy, right? Say they don't have McCoy, because we agree with McCoy as open season, right? Do you think that the Bills start throwing in a lot more looks, like we were talking about with the Reggie Bush thing, or do you think I'm kind of crazy? Nah, I mean, the Bills' play calling on offense has been very, very creative since Anthony Lynn took the reins. Well, simple, too, play. though. Right, right, but, again, creative. And 
one of my favorite tweets I put up during the game was like, I, I, I don't have it in front of me, but I was like, when they see the Wildcat, they know it's coming and they still can't do anything about it. I mean, they're, they're blowing teams up with the Wildcat. They got to throw out of that eventually, right? They're, we all want to see it. They're shredding teams with these, you know, these options. Don't forget David Lee, the quarterback's coach. That was the guy when Miami was going off with the Wildcat. He's the guy that brought the Wildcat to the table in Miami years back. Now, obviously, it's a different league. That was so long ago. It That was obviously pre-Changeli years, and the reason I know that is David Lee came here the last year Changeli was here as quarterback's coach working with Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I just think the theory of this team is we're going to do this until you stop it. And that's what's going on. You're seeing eight guys in the box with McCoy. And he's still making dudes miss. Yeah. You're seeing Felton engaged on the field. You're seeing Woods engaged on the field. Yeah, like, Woods is a gangster downfield. For real, man. I, I don't think there's a – I'm willing to say this. I don't think Dude's there's many receivers. Dude's got a third eye, and it's on the back of his fucking neck. Yo, there ain't that many receivers in this league, in the NFL, tougher than Robert Woods. For real. That kid gives – if you watch him play, he's always ready to fuck shit up like for real i love robert woods play lately or not even lately all the time he's always worked hard yeah. he's always let he's like it out. he's like a little slim bulldozer man a little front end loader Yo, last year he he blocked two guys at one time just pushed one into the other it was amazing on a run for tyrod taylor so you know yo i wish i wish it was legal in the nfl to do like a three stooges grab two guys by their helmets and like knock their heads together i wish that was legal to do Let's give them more penalties this call. Yeah, yeah, no, I was going to say, like, anyhow, we want these guys to have long and happy retirements, and that wasn't nice. I think this is a game, though, that Tyrod Taylor has a chance to exploit the Miami defense. I mean, what if they use the run to set up the pass? That was a crazy idea. Or, I mean, the pass to set up the run. Yeah, right. Let's get real here. Stick to what works. McCoy, I hope you play, buddy. Tyrod, I know you're listening, Tyrod. Keep doing what you're doing. Don't turn that ball over. And a lot of people want to bash on Tyrod. I know we always got to give the Tyrod defense every week just for the small fan base that doesn't believe in the Tyrod Taylors. It's okay, guys, girls, trans. It's all right. It's really okay because Ben Roethlisberger, he didn't throw all the time. Look at Russell Wilson's stats. Scott Campbell... Broke it down on numbillsfan.com. Yo, I look at it like this. The rookie stats of Russell Will or, or the Super Bowl year of, of Russell Wilson compared to Tyrod Taylor right now, and it's right on track. I look at it like this. We could have just paid Ryan Fitzpatrick a bunch of money. Yeah, that that son of a bitch got benched today. For Geno Smith. Wow. And and all the articles That's about out. as raw as it gets. That's rather than Nick O'Leary's hands. Yo, it's right up there. What a raw dog. I, I'll tell you something, though. Geno Smith, as a Bills fan, you got to think, God damn it, what if this kid does something? You know, you never know. You think that things could be bad. But, yeah, Geno Smith, 
who knows? I haven't seen him play in Shane Gailey's offense during the regular season. I I haven't really seen Shane Gailey's offense without Ryan Fitzpatrick either, so there's that. What do you think about this week? Shaq Lawson. It's a hot topic. Marcel Darius is hamstring. Who knows if he's even going to be active. You got Shaq Lawson. He had his first NFL practice today. It's Wednesday. And, you know, I don't see him being active. I'm throwing it out there. I, I don't see him, but supposedly I'm so wrong. I'm just talking words. We're on Facebook Live, and they have the end of the week to activate him. So I don't know who gets let go of you when you activate Shaq Lawson. It kind of. I don't know. It's it's almost like a bummer because I feel like the depth that we're seeing on this team all the way down is is playing. And, right, and, and, and I don't. Like, and I, you know, like a week ago, you asked me, I would have said Reggie Bush for sure. But now with a with a sore legged Ty, or, uh, Lashawn McCoy, I don't think there's any room to cut any running backs right now until we we feel out that situation. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. It's like, obviously, you know, Rex Ryan confirmed it. Yeah, that's Lorenzo Alexander is starting. Okay, no ifs, ands, or buts. Lorenzo Alexander is starting. Eight sacks, a lot of forced fumbles just on his end. Get out of here. Hey, You're not benching him for Shaq Lawson. Get that out of your head. We all want to see him. We all want to do whatever. Let's see here. He has not had a training camp. He has never... Until today, if they even hit each other in practice today, doubt it. They he is not. He's never seen a preseason snap. You know what I mean? Like there, there's no way. I see him obviously starting. He's not going to. At the same time, this is Rex Ryan. Okay, so that means one of two things. Rex Ryan is the kind of guy where when he gets a guy, he plays him. They got Justin Hunter. He played. When he got Percy Harvin in New York, he played that week. You have Shaq Lawson coming back. New wrinkle to the defense. What's he going to do? Rush the passer. Now, is he in the meetings? Yes. At the same time, Rex protects his players from injuries. He's not that kind of guy. So if he thinks that Shaq Lawson... Is not going to get it done in the heat in Miami. I mean, you you got guys talking about hydration a lot this week going down in Miami. You have to stay hydrated all week. It's a different deal with that kind of heat and humidity. It's a different deal. Do you really want Shaq Lawson going out there? What if Shaq Lawson doesn't show up and he and he just loses it? What if, you know? I think you got to break him in slowly. Obviously, we want to see him. I want to see Shaq Lawson play so. Bad, right? I want to know. I want to know what we got, man. It's like it's like when you see your Christmas presents wrapped up as a kid, and you know you can't open that shit for like a month, and you're just like, oh, there they are, and you want to be that little shithead and peel the paper and peek, but you can't because they had so they had shoulder surgery. 
So yeah, no, I want to know. I want to know what's in there, man. I want to know what he's got. I want to know how he's going to be used. Like I'm excited to see what these Ryan guys draw up for. You know, a dude who was such a lethal pass rusher throughout his entire college career. Well, that was the thing, though, is he had one really, you know, he had his coming out party because he was back. Are you having your coming out party? Well, get back to me. I'm sure my invitation will be in the mail. Look, man, Shaq Lawson had a very dominant senior year of college football. Scott Campbell was so excited when they drafted Shaq Lawson. But the whole thing with the shoulder injury, and then we're seeing some things on Twitter that Shaq said he knew he had this injury after the combine. Or You know, it's kind of like... Well... You know, especially... I, I wonder if the Bills expected him to get it worked on this year. We talked about it in the offseason. And it's like, I feel like he... The Bills thought he was going to play through the injury this year and get it worked on next year. Because he didn't get surgery right away. He had one off-season practice. Me personally. And, and, and he he got surgery and like, immediately shut down. Again, I think it's just a case to see how it goes, you know? Either way, I, I think haven't... that's what they did there, and I think that's what you got to do with him coming back. See what you can get. I'm in no rush, man. If they can work him in, cool. But, like, you got guys on this defense just stepping up. I mean... You can't put your finger on who's going to step up. It doesn't seem like there's one guy that needs to carry this Buffalo Bills team at all. It's a group effort. Everybody's involved. And you got guys like Lee J. Deuceville grading out to be the best Bills player on, on analytic websites. So that's on I mean, defense. Last that's week. Pretty... Last week. Not... Right. But it's like. But no, we have all these guys grading out super high. Kyle Williams grading out super high. Doosable. We're forgetting about Jerry Hughes is still on the team. You, you know what I mean? And it's like, well, if you're doubling up Jerry Hughes, eventually you're going to have to scheme for Lorenzo Alexander. Then what? Then and, what? You know, like that. Then the Brown brothers come in and smack you in the mouth. Right. Or like Adolphus Washington is making making a name for himself. He is coming out. Adolphus yeah. Washington is really coming out. I'm so and excited. He, and I think it's going to be quite a climb. I, th- I think he's got a long way up till he reaches his full potential. Like, and I think it's just going to – I think we're going to see, like, a Bills defensive line that will eventually reach the point of the, you know, Mike Patton defense or the uh, – you know, the Jim Schwartz. I don't think we're going to see as many sacks out of a Rex Ryan defense ever, but, hey, we're at 20 right know. now. Yeah. Correction, we're at 20. I said we were at 13 last week. That's how many times we've allowed sacks. Sorry, I made a mistake. I can't read it. You know how many sacks they had last year? 21. So, so guess what? They are actually Has this team unlikely. gotten better? Yes. Is this team scoring more points than last year? Yes. Is this team allowing fewer points than last year? Yes. This team is on pace for 50-something sacks in a season. Like, that's pretty good, and it's, that's very high for a Rex Ryan defense, like you said. Like, All right, now now ESPN, they have a advanced metric that they call football power index. What the hell is football? But the Bills are, are top 10 in football power. 
power index right now. I don't remember exactly what what position they came in this week. I could look that up, but I'm not gonna. But they are the only team in the league that are in the top ten for offense, defense, and special teams. Yeah. When the hell are the Bills in top ten in anything across the board? Consistently, I mean, we that. are we I are give in us- the top ten of all these power rankings and all these places where we're not used to seeing the Bills. Places where we almost feel like we've been slighted when we have. When we have had some momentum. Can we talk about special teams? I've called out Danny Crossman, and I said, that guy's got to get this shit turned around. Doug Whaley found him some players to work with. And guess <laughs> what? This special teams unit is awesome. Yeah. And, yo. Roby Coleman causing that fumble. You got guys making plays. like Dan Carpenter didn't make me say any swear words. Colton Schmidt always getting the ball within the 20, it seems like. Straight booming. Yeah, I mean. Look, special teams, people poo-poo on them. We're all guilty of it. But yeah. it is a part of the game. No, not eh. Roby Coleman causes that fumble. What do the Bills do? Awesome shit. Fucking win. <laughs> exactly. It's like, don't sleep on the special teams. But overall, this team is coming together, and I can't wait to see what they do against the Dolphins. I really hope the Dolphins' defense is as depleted as they are on paper. But they're saying that the Dolphins' offensive line is coming into their own. They got the five guys they like finally working together. And if Tannehill has a little bit of time, I don't know. These receivers are all right. Some people, we asked about it on Facebook Live. Or somebody asked us, Gilmore or Aaron Williams? Oh, that's who's more overrated. Man, I don't think anyone on this defense is overrated, truthfully. Everyone, everyone's playing their part for the, for the majority of these snaps, man. And yeah, like, but Gilmore's kind of on the slight. He's on the slight, and when other people are talking about it, it kind of makes you wonder. Yeah, you know what the thing about you know what the thing about playing defensive back is though, is when you're out there and they're not throwing your direction, nobody talks about it. But when you're out there and they do throw your direction and they they get one off. Everybody talks about it. It's one of those things where, where if they see if, if if the casual fan sees your number on the screen on a scoring play, they're gonna say something negative about you. I get it, but at the same time, like when when real football minds are saying that, like guys who have played, like Donald Jones mentioned it on the John Murphy show that he's been a little bit inconsistent. That, that, that he has he hasn't been he he's kind of having a down year for his standards and and even Chris Brown w- was saying that that guys in the locker room mentioned you know they kind of asked him wait why are you in the trainer's room right now missing reps you know th- this team is calling each other out there's a whole thing of accountability yeah no they're really like so I hope he turns it around this week because he, they have a challenge with Devontae Parker and Jarvis Landry at receiver right don't Plus sleep that, on those guys man that boy knows that like this season is going to be the difference between more or less zeros on his check. You know what I mean? Like, And if Kevon Seymour steps up, who knows? Which, like, I like that. I like, I like what I've seen from him so far. Not a huge, not a huge showing, but we got some players that can play. And ultimately, I think we're going to fuck Miami up. 
LaShawn McCoy plays, game over. LaShawn McCoy doesn't play. I still think they can run the ball. And this my, this Bills defense is going to confuse Ryan Tannehill. I am not sold. And hopefully they can stop the run as always because yeah, no, Ryan that's Tannehill where they're is going to have a hard day. Don't forget, if you missed it, we just went live on Facebook, and what we talked about will last you through the game. It's it's not too time-sensitive at all, really. Um, yeah, just uh, go ahead and pop it on if you want to catch the replay. I'm going to toss it up on numbillsfan.com later tonight. If not, facebook.com, numbillsfan. Just follow us everywhere. We're on Snapchat. You'll see me and my little life. Um, we're, we're on Instagram. Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. You can subscribe to us on iTunes. Whatever you want yeah, to subscribe. do. We just do like that. to have a good time. We like to talk bills. And look for Scott Campbell's article up on numbillsfan.com. Usually we hit it up on their Friday. Worst case, early early Saturday morning. We like to spruce it up a little bit, make it look pretty. Lastly, Punch Runks. Actually, not lastly. Last thing on Facebook Live. Brought to you by BillsForLife.com. They oh, hit yeah. 50,000 members. That is crazy. That's a lot of Bills fans. That's the biggest Facebook Bills group in the league, all right? Like, that's pretty sweet, as my friend Jeff Knight would say. In the league. Best in the league. Yeah. PunchDrunkSports.com. Yeah. Sports podcast by three comedians, Ari Shafira, San Tripoli, Jason Tebow. Now, don't get it twisted. It ain't just funny time. It's really, I look at it like a sports show that has funny dudes talking about sports with takes that if you like us, you'll probably like them. They're pretty cool. They break it down objectively, and they ain't going with just the easy, cheap national story. So whatever you want to do, punchrunksports.com. Follow them on Twitter at punchrunk. Follow me, your host, David Palermo, at NumBillsFan on Twitter. And follow uh, my little sweetie over here. Uh, yeah, it's your boy, Adam Deacon. I'm signing off. Hit the Twitter, NumBills, Adam D. We'll see you next time right here on NumBillsFan.